you were bold and you have a lot of potential. Something really strange happened. I told you that company was a hellhole. I feel sorry for anyone who is was this the I told you that's to the exit or because it says to my out at night. I told you. <laughs> Whoops. You no. About? Okay. All right. I'll wait. Girl, I feel like I'm completely losing my mind. Hazel. Hazel. Girl, I told you. Hey, let's start the show. Oh, damn. Oh, oh, oh. Welcome to Court Killers, the show about watching the stuff you love when you want, where you want, however you want. I'm Tom Merritt. Hey, I'm Bryce Brushwood, and I'm really sorry, Bryce. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I didn't realize I, I. I just saw. I just saw that the notes say "out at I told you," and and then uh, uh -huh. I, I did. I didn't. I didn't hold on to the girl part, but what did we just watch? Sure, that was that was the Yevgeny Prigozhin story because it said "Leave Wagner" Ugh. on one of the oh, notes. Oh Jesus! So, yeah. so that is a trailer for the upcoming Hulu series, "The Other Black Girl," that's streaming on September thirteenth. It's based on a bestseller. Uh, uh, oh, different Wagner. Different Sorry. Wagner. That's different. Oh. This was a publisher. Yeah. Um, uh, but it, it, it starts off with um, uh, Nella, who is the only black woman in a in a publishing office, and then when another uh, black woman gets hired, she finds all the horror movie things happening and um, creepy stuff is happening in the book publishing world question mark that's coming soon to Hulu thank you uh, sounds good so uh, actually that's a, that's a pretty good connective tissue because uh, uh, when you start looking at the world through a certain lens you see things a certain way and uh, mm -hmm. that actually makes me very very excited about the fact that we get to talk about this story on the primary target let's go It was 10 years ago this month that the story broke that has become, I'll venture to say, one of the top three most referred to stories on Cord Killers over the years since that broke 10 years ago. Uh, it was Time Warner CEO at the time, Jeff Bukes, saying that having Game of Thrones as most pirated television show was, quote, better than an Emmy. Uh, this was on the earnings call for Time Warner at the time. Time Warner CEO Jeff Book said, if you go to people who are watching it without subs, meaning subscriptions, not subtitles, it's a tremendous word of mouth thing. We've been dealing with this for 20, 30 years. People sharing subs, running wires down the backs of apartment buildings. Our experience is that it leads to more paying subs. I think you're right. The Game of Thrones is the most pirated show in the world. That's better than an Emmy. Uh, that is factually cr uh, true uh, uh do we want to even talk about any other story than this one because it, uh, now keep in mind <laughs> i'm in the middle of my head is in the clouds because i'm trying to put words to what i'm thinking this may be one of the best uh, uh decisions i've i've seen in marketing in my lifetime to to admit that to push that to yes. say like yeah we don't care if you pirate in fact it's a compliment we love it well I, I i think they were careful in their words to not say we don't actually care but but mm, but internally mm -hmm, to admit that it's true like why do you want an emmy why would anybody want an emmy now uh if if it's for you 
then maybe you'll feel emotionally fulfilled for external validation or whatever. But why does the corporate entity of HBO want an Emmy? They only want it so they can flex that uh, in front of other people. And what's better than an Emmy is actually being the most popular thing the, uh, uh, on the Pirate Bay, a, a gigantic platform, right? And, and likewise, um, there, there, there's this, uh, I watched a, <laughs> uh, and we'll end up talking about this in a upcoming World's Greatest Con episode uh, uh, for reasons I won't disclose, but I watched this 50-minute pitch video over and over and over again from Walt Disney, and there's this moment like what Walt was selling was the idea of what eventually ended up being Walt Disney world. Right. Uh, he sold it as something that something else, uh, we could talk about that later. You, you'll hear about it. But the fact was he bought a bunch of swamp land and he needed to excite investors about the fact that, Hey, here's a bunch of swamp land and I'm going to put a thing here. And, uh, uh, in the magic world, we explain it as uh, with the uh, euphemism, paint it red. Uh, if you want to hide something, paint it red. And so he uh, he says, now, before I tell you about the thing that we're doing, I want to point out all this swampland, all of this awful swampland for miles and miles all around. I need you to understand. This means we don't have to worry about trespassers. And we don't have to build a fence. <laughs> and so, so if you can't do a thing, then you acknowledge it and you flip the script on it. So in this moment, the way I read it, metaphors incoming, uh, is that uh, HBO had obligations, if I remember correctly, Tom, and you'll fact check me on this, as far as like uh, their streaming stuff, because we, we had HBO Go, HBO Now, HBO... Blah, blah, blah. Uh, I don't know and, if we had uh, HBO Now yet, but we certainly had HBO Go. Yeah, uh, and Go Go required you to have a cable. Uh, they have had cable entangling yeah. alliances with uh, cable companies, right? So they correct they, they couldn't sell it online. And what do you do? Is you turn you turn that negative thing. You point to that swamp and you say the so that means we're better than an emmy <laughs> which is an excellent reframe i th i i i think uh leaning into this was the best thing hbo ever did uh, that i've ever seen that and, I, and say I was it's not tv puzzled. it's hbo i i was often puzzled why bukes made a point of saying this on an earnings call to investors uh but i think you just explained it because i've always understood Oh, saying it's better than an Emmy is true, right? Saying saying that if it's on the Pirate Bay and it really doesn't lose us money is true. But it's not the kind of thing that calms investors. And so he, when he's saying, you know, people run wires down the backs of apartment buildings, our experience leads to more paying subscriptions. That's a tough sell to the investors. Investors are usually like, really? Uh, is that true? Now, granted, He's uh, he's doing an earnings call where they had revenue up significantly up over analyst predictions. So he's got some credit to burn. But I'd never thought about the fact that he is pointing at the swampland and saying, look, we don't have to build a fence. He's, he's pointing at the pirate bay and saying, don't worry about that. It's a good thing. Uh, and, and, and calming down the investors at a time when there just really wasn't a lot time Warner was going to be able to do 
Uh, I don't think Time Warner Cable, the internet service provider, was part of the company at this point anymore. I think it had already been separated. Uh, so it's not like they even controlled the ISPs. We knew that you know a lot of companies might spend a lot of money. Viacom would spend a lot of money trying to crack down on piracy to little effect. And, and Bukes probably knew that. It was like, you know, we could spend a lot of money to make the investors feel reassured. Or I could say this, this is cheaper. Uh, it is funny to me that 10 years ago, HBO said it without exactly meaning it. It's not like HBO didn't crack down on piracy, certainly uh, regarding cable, et cetera. But it's Netflix leading the charge 10 years later to crack down on subscription sharing, saying we need it. We don't think it leads to more paying subscriptions. In fact, the numbers are showing that we're making more money since we cracked down on sharing logins. It's it's a bit of misdirection, right? Uh, but all good, actually, uh, uh, fine marketing is misdirection. Excellent marketing is direction. And uh, it's a case where it, it's, uh, uh, and we'll bring this up later when we talk about a certain show, but uh, uh, it's, it's a little bit of hypnosis. It's like, uh, uh, we can't mm. do the one thing but wouldn't it be better if we didn't do the one thing? Isn't it better that we're not able to do the thing and so on? Um, uh, obviously the landscape we're, we're about to enter a new stage of this show because we can no longer punch down on chords. <laughs> the chords are now the, they're, yeah. They're, 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 like, like the, 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 all the patrons are like, stop the fight, stop the fight. <laughs> Don't He's kill done. him. Stop it. Yeah. No, let, let him up. Call the doctor. Chords but, are out. But at the time, uh, do, do you have a memory of what you felt about that messaging at that moment? Suspicion. That was my, that, because I'm like, he's absolutely right. I 100% agree with him. Why is he saying it to his investors? It was all the things that I just mentioned where I'm like, what is he really after? Because I didn't believe, as some people did at the time, of, oh, HBO gets it. Uh, they're, they're on our side. I'm like, I mean, yeah, maybe they do, but that's not why he's saying it. Uh, and honestly, your explanation just now is the first one that I've looked at and said, that might be it. That might be exactly what he was up to. So uh, I guess at this point, we'll disclose to the listening audience that uh, uh, both Tom and I a little bit have our heads in different clouds. I'm, I'm about to give birth to a marketing book, so I've, I'm thinking about that a lot. And Tom is about to go on a trip. But the uh, I'll give a little bit of, of, in this particular episode, a preview of where we're headed is uh, part of the marketing book is an effort for me to explain uh, everything I've seen as, as I went into ever since I quit my day job in May of 1999. Um, and one of those things is that most people see two dimensionally. They think they think in the terms of, uh, as I'm going to put it, the currencies, there are two currencies. There's what you have and what you want. Um, and many people intuitively know about a third currency. And what I'm trying to do is write down, uh, exactly, uh, you know, a bunch of metaphors and vignettes that, that, that expand one's mind so that eventually, hopefully a babysitter can, uh, uh, seduce a toddler into eating broccoli or whatever. Sure. Uh, but yeah, yeah. the, uh, 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 basically I think, and I'm currently seeing the world through the lens of there are three currencies, there's story, attention, and sales, and everything you do is a push and a pull through various dichotomies. Everything you 
every action you take is either a gift or a harvest. It either, uh, 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 imagine you are story. Imagine that uh, uh, sales is what you want, right? Uh, and, and don't think of sales as money. Think of it as just, just other humans making actions. Uh, the third currency, as I intend to put it in this book, is real estate in other people's minds. And most people don't bother to think or, or they don't think like marketers or salesmen or whatever. Um, and in that regard, it suddenly, uh, it becomes blindingly obvious that somebody said, wait, why do we buy advertisement for, for HBO? Why do we try to, why do we bother to be good at things? All we really want is the currency of attention real estate in other people's minds. This is it. We just got handed one of the biggest lottery tickets on the planet. Uh, and now, now of course that you wouldn't crassly, oh, I, I guess he did. He crassly said it that way. Yeah, he did. He said, we've been dealing for this for 20 or 30 years. Our experience is it leads to more paying subs. I think game of Thrones is the most pirated show in the world. And that's better than an Emmy. I mean, I think that was what's so notable about this quote 10 years later is how little wiggle room there is in it there's very few fudgy words there there's very few weasel words that he just came out and said it well and if you're an investor you don't care very much like imagine you're an investor at a, uh, a network and you find and you uh, uh, let's say cartoon whatever uh, cartoon media or uh, who's the guy that did cartoon network uh uh, uh uh, 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 the the big guy, <laughs> the head cheese, the the, the Swiss Marin, <laughs> uh, not Klasky Supo. No, no, Ted Turner. <laughs> Imagine your Ted. Turner. Oh, oh, the guy who did the Turner networks, all the Turner networks. Yeah, including yeah, the Cartoon I Network. I thought you were meaning yeah, someone more specific okay, to the Cartoon so Network. If you are again, uh, listeners, dear listeners, head in the clouds. Uh, Ted Turner. If you're Ted Turner. You don't much care about the emotional validation that Dan Harmon gets when a Rick and Morty episode gets an Emmy, but you do care about what it does for the reputation and status of, of your properties. And in this case, this may be one of the best cases of somebody just straight up telling, calling down all of the miniature Ted Turners. Hey, this, uh, what do we care? This is better. And, it literally is better than an Emmy. So 10 years later, no one else is doing this move. Netflix used to do it a little bit like, eh, we don't care about people sharing subscriptions. We think it leads to more subscriptions until they stopped saying that. Uh, and I don't think HBO, I mean, Jeff Bukes isn't there anymore. It's a whole different team. I don't think HBO is out there touting piracy. I also feel like subscription sharing is the bigger concern than piracy. So it's a little bit of a different conversation than it used to be because subscription sharing is straight on, like not having a subscription, not stealing a subscription so much as like just sharing a subscription. So maybe it's a different situation, but I'm, I'm curious why this stands alone in 10 years. We don't have anyone else pulling this move. Well, uh, Here's what I think, and this is just me speculating, and I would love to hear your thoughts, Tom. Uh, uh, number one, it's very fun, and I am very thankful 
for the experience of of as as uh, basically you and I called this shot and announced this is going to happen, and then we reported as it happened, and now we literally have to change the title of the show because it's an uh, uh, an out of date look. <laughs> uh, but basically, uh, uh, we we watch the we're their cable now. I can name name me your favorite five streaming over the top platforms, and that's cable. That's where that's what we're entering. So, uh, kind of uh, new song, same as the old song. And but HBO that's why- was also cable in the biggest sense. Cable subscriptions, like yeah, they had HBO Go, but that was just kind of a perk. They were they were not streaming yet, and they were saying this. Like, why did nobody else? Why why is it so unique? Well, and it, in 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 the meta that I'm seeing right now. Uh, so basically all of the indie punk bands that splintered off are now superstars and now but HBO wasn't an indie punk band when they pulled this move. I guess that's what I'm getting at. Oh no, no, no. They were bleeding out. They were stabbed and they didn't yeah. have any other opportunity. And so they needed to put a good spin on it and they did. No, they it's, weren't it's... bleeding out. They had just had revenue of $7.74 billion. Yeah. Beating analyst predictions. I they guess... were doing great. We are, are uh, Tom. Are we just celebrating a lie? Because because part of the reason we have to to recontextualize the show is because we're watching all of the big hitters uh, increasingly run around and pick up the crumbs of cakes all around them, you know, and right. chase down people who are sharing passwords or whatever. But but like, are, okay, so I celebrate this as an excellent marketing move. Sure, I get that. But I respect that. But most of the last fifteen years have been us saying out loud, yeah, but they have to say that because what this is the reality of things. Uh, should, should, should we be celebrating the fact that this was a very excellent, essentially a lie? I mean, it's not a lie, which is actually what makes it stand out. But, but maybe it's, it's a lie, what, what you call a lie of omission uh, in the Catholic church, not a lie of commission. In other words, everything he said was true, but he left out most of the important part, which was, but also I'm only saying this because I want to calm down investors and make some headlines. Really, we would probably prefer that people didn't pirate things and maybe we feel like we really could make some more money if we could we could stop it, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, granted, HBO Max not cracking down on, on password sharing yet, but I wouldn't be shocked if they do, Disney's next. So uh, I, uh, I, I, I'm just looking at this saying like, that was a move and no one else has followed. No one else said, you know what? You're right. Piracy is so you're right. Maybe it's a lie of omission where, where he was just, he, he didn't really mean it, even though it was true. So, uh, Tom, if we could finally make this discussion about you and me, um, oh, thank if, goodness. If, if, I mean, if we if, can't make if, it about journalism, at least we can make it about ourselves. If, if we're going to break down the last 15 years, uh, because this is kind of a retrospective moment, uh, and we're going to cast Tom and Brian as the protagonists, then, uh, act one is Tom and Brian say that dude's going to get stabbed, bleed out and eventually die. And then act two is, uh, guy gets stabbed, is definitely bleeding out, and actively lying to everyone, saying it's fine. We all live forever. I uh, uh, what doctors yeah, won't I, tell you is HBO that bleeding that is great. 
We're just talking about how cable denied there was a problem for a long time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Sorry. 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 I'm I'm deeply in metaphor mode right now. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. And now and now we're in like uh, new boss, same as the old boss uh, stuff. Uh, I guess what I'm asking Tom is, who am I supposed to hate now? I think you hate the streamers. <laughs> I mean, that seems to be who people hate now. They hate the streamers. I, I, I don't think we're ready to, to do streamer killers, but. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but there's there's a uh, they're, they have turned against their saviors uh, or we have not. They we 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 have said, great, you won. What, what's in it for us? And they said a crackdown on password sharing. And we gave them the middle finger is kind of where we're at right now. So how, how much farther do you think they're going to get with their uh, uh, cake crumb picking up schemes? Yeah, I, I, Netflix, you know, reaped a nice little reward. So that makes Disney want to try it. And then if Disney tries it and, and it goes well, then everybody's going to gonna do it. And everybody, there's, there'll be a standard for this. Not to mention Hulu has been doing this already for a long time. Hulu has had a crackdown on password sharing. And if you're out of your your main area for a long time, it'll, it'll crack down. So it already has a template they can bring to Disney+. Plus. I think it I think it just becomes a standard for streaming services that everybody has to deal with. And, you know, one percent of the time it's going to go out of whack and it'll affect you and you'll be mad. But most people won't run into it most of the time. Can we engage in one of my favorite activities on this program and wildly speculate about what the next five years or 10 years looks like? What like what trends uh, if new boss is same as the old boss? Then what will expect is ad supported television should cast itself as your savior. We don't care if you share a login because we're just going to serve you ads. Right. Uh, you know, we we don't charge you because we don't hate you. Uh, we just want you to watch what you want, when you want, where you want. Uh, Roku, Apple TV, we don't care as long as they can stream our ads. Uh, yeah, I, f I feel like that's that's probably the near of the five years. But that that seems where we're headed now is like liberate yourself from paying for so many services. Get Pluto, Tubi, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, if we're buying or selling stock, you're buying stock in fast networks. Uh, I'm buying stock in fast. And let me let me just add on, an add on to that is I think it's possible people will stop caring about watching all the hits. Uh, and people are starting to get- uh, I, do th I, do think, I, do, I do think we're actually seeing a massive fractionalization where like yeah. there are- there are subcultures on sub that are that are uh, derivatives of other subcultures that I ain't never heard of. Like all three of my daughters are in worlds I've never met and will never meet, and don't have the time to even bother to listen to what they're about. <laughs> it's it's, and I feel like suits being so popular is is an early signal of that. Yes. Oh, you know what? Like, Actually, okay, okay. Watch uh, uh, something. So, uh, uh, Netflix. Uh, uh, I had never seen one second of Suits, mm -hmm. and I was trying to find something else. But Netflix played for me a very fine right, you fifteen yeah. second uh, introduction. Now, like Suits is it? And, but but and I almost hit. Uh, well, I guess I'll watch that. But then I stopped and I went and I saw that it was only uh, it was it was not extraordinarily uh, rated artistically. And then I decided not to engage with it, but I almost did. But but uh, I am convinced that that might be the hottest, most interesting 
bandwidth on the planet better than I any ad space ever is the, the autoplay thing that when you go to the thing you want. Oh, sure. No, I, I think a combination of people being tired of having to figure out what to watch, just show me something like suits, like you're talking about right there and a free network that can do that. Like, Hey, I've got the whole back catalog of whatever. I'll just show it to you. It looks good. Play it. I, I feel like that could possibly be a next wave. Uh, Bryce, we, uh, uh, what, what are your predictions for the next five or 10 years? Uh, what, what, yeah, uh, buying and selling stocks. Yeah, I, I, think, uh, I think fast, I think what we see with fast looks more like YouTube and less like Pluto. Like, or, or, and this is me speaking with not using these fast services very much. So I guess, let me, I guess I'll explain myself. I, I think you'll see more just drop in and watch something. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we, I think we might have talked recently about like YouTube testing out requiring people to log in, which to me seems completely backwards. Like they, you want to get people watching the show, watching your ad inventory. If you already are tracking people with cookies or third party uh, data, however, you already get a sense of the demographics that you're hitting. So you might as well open up the floodgates. At some point, the, the, the value, this is a tough thing I'm about to say, but the, the value of that video will go down and yep. it will become, you'll see things like Suits and The Office and Friends continue to be second and third wave uh, uh, movers of people streaming things. Um, but I think, but it's so hard to beat free. It's really, really hard to beat free. And they got a lot of free old stuff they can put on there. You know, well, if you had, if you had, if you had a free fast service, there's only things that are 20 plus years old. You could have a ton of great stuff that you would probably get a lot of people to watch. Uh, I suppose full disclosure, uh, 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 Bryce, you and I are in the middle of participating in that trend because we, uh, uh, there's a shift to short form content on YouTube that is treating both the modern rogue with its, uh, seven year, 500 episode back catalog and, uh, scam nation with its 15 year back catalog very, very well. Um, uh, so, so I, I guess, I guess we're actually playing the game. I, I don't know why I wanted to disclose that outside of uh, to sneak in an ad. Yeah, you just I, wanted to brag that you're playing the game. I'm, I'm, I'm but, saying, but think I'm about we have behind the know, scenes Tom's numbers that, that prove that Bryce is right. slash Daily Tech News Show is also less than five minutes long. <laughs> you can go well, and and you know, shorts are interesting because they're a similar they're a similar like resyndication, a new form of syndication. And I think the big thing oh, yeah. for for oh. YouTube as the, probably the only company that's going to make vertical video work really, really well for their main product is uh, is that it just has everything. It just has everything. I mean, Netflix, you know, you could talk about Netflix having a lot of stuff, Max having a lot of stuff, but YouTube has over a decade of stuff made only for YouTube. Like, yeah. I also, you, you know what YouTube has? A Netflix channel and a Disney Plus channel and a Major League Baseball channel. And a, the list goes on. Right? And, like, and at some point, if, you, if, if you're one of these companies at a certain size, big or small, you're going to say, oh, could we just do our whole business in YouTube? We can sell videos. We can sell subscriptions. We're not Netflix. We don't make enough money to run everything ourselves. And YouTube is ready with that infrastructure that a lot of these other streamers don't by being creator focused. You, YouTube may be about to ascend 
and go to heaven and become a God uh, outside of the game entirely. Because I'm at the place now where uh, if somebody tells me about a thing and I look for it and uh, on YouTube, I'm like, why is it not on the internet? And then uh, it, like, like uh, increasingly I become angry that everything is not on YouTube. Well, and, and people, you know, uh, this is a much longer rabbit hole, but, but even search is moving away from google.com and towards other places where people can search for things. Uh, it, yeah. it is, where, it is where there are artificially a, intelligent agents that no, <laughs> give I, you the answer. In no, some it cases, is, sure, but not even just that. Yeah. Right. Like TikTok is becoming a major search provider for, for, for young generations, especially because if you haven't used TikTok lately, they give you search queries all the time. Uh, they it, say, Hey, I mean, Oh, you're watching oh, this. Yeah. People tend to look for what that means. Just click this and you'll search it for you. Uh, Bryce, I would like to give you a couple of minutes to explain to me, everything you just said, because this is something I did not know at all. And it's fascinating to me um, or Tom. Uh, well, I think Tom, the, the short version, the short version is, I, I don't think it's more complicated than that. Like TikTok search is super, super big and uh, they have a lot of users and they're pushing search. Google's not pr pushing search. You don't go to YouTube and get links to Google searches to Google results, but that is exactly what TikTok is doing. And, yeah. and, pe and people are using it to be like, how do I do this? Or where should I go to eat? Or, you know, I mean, we've been planning this trip to Korea. Eileen is planning it almost majority on YouTube and TikTok, not on Google. Yeah. Not, not by doing searches. So what, um, would I be correct if I were to rephrase what I've just heard as it's all, it says, it's as though there's a new land rush, um, uh, I, I happen to be a beneficiary uh, of, of happening to be in the right age at the right time with the right uh, resources when, uh, when it became clear that YouTube was a thing. Uh, uh, I, I was like, okay, what is nobody else doing and how do I fill that space? And I grabbed land with, uh, okay. with, with Eileen, Tom, uh, uh, with the uh, scam school and so on. Um, is, is that, are we seeing just the same thing happen again with a different format? I mean, we're seeing, yeah. I mean, same thing over again. Yeah. We're, we're seeing the same, yeah, the same thing over like Google, Google will disappear. YouTube will disappear. I'm, I'm, I'm not someday, someday yeah. it will go yeah. away. Well, you say that, but then Yahoo's still here. So I don't know. Okay. It probably well, won't disappear. It'll, but it, it'll become something the, different. Yeah. It'll become yeah, yeah, something yeah. vastly it'll different. It'll become something where people go, Ooh, that's still around. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Remember Alta Vista? You know, yeah. it'll be that kind of thing. There, there are two types of companies like that, though. There's there's the Yahoo's and the Excites where you're like, wait, that's still around. Uh, then there's IBM, where it's just constantly reinventing itself. Or uh, another great example, Brian, patreon.com slash cord killers. Oh. Yeah. Uh, actually, that was one of the things I would I would buy stock in is because I think one of the, the things we've been teasing around is uh, uh, now that the new bad guys were the old punk rockers, now it's in increasingly going to be the independent artists and people are going to want to know how they can support them, like going to patreon.com slash cord killers, where you can keep us live, live and independent. Uh, great news. Uh, 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 we're, we're giving you a raise. Uh, I think last time we asked for a dollar 36 an episode. Mm. If, if, if that penny has, has brought you pain now only give us, we're, we're taking it down a dollar 35 an episode is all we ask wow. to keep, keep us live, live and independent. You're welcome. 
We you didn't talk about this. Welcome. We, this, this is spicy. We didn't talk about this beforehand. This is uh, this is uh, Brian's uh, uh, boosting the infrastructure fund uh, for <laughs> Cord Killers patrons. Patreon.com slash Cord Killers. Just a buck 35. I can't say. Why does that sound so familiar? I think that's what my lunches cost in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I can't promise that it will save us from global warming, but I can strongly imply it by asking that question. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it might. It might, and you won't know unless you try. Patreon.com slash Cord Killers. <laughs> Let's talk about what to watch in Under Surveillance. Not like you're it's all about location, location, location. Under Surveillance. So many people have been wondering what Warner Brothers Discovery is going to do with CNN. Are they going to save it? Are they going to close it? Are they going to sell it? Well, guess what? It's getting live streamed on Max. They're going to call it CNN Max. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, because uh, it's on Max and it's CNN. Uh, it'll feature live content from CNN US, the cable channel, CNN International, the cable channel, and some original stuff just for CNN Max and be 24 uh, 7. So you'll get familiar shows like Amanpour, Anderson Cooper 360, uh, a CNN Max exclusive called CNN Newsroom with Jim Acosta, Rahel Solomon, Amara Walker, and Frederica Whitfield. Uh, because they all wanted their name in it. Uh, CNN Newsroom with Jim Shuto, because only he's hosting it. In addition to the live stream, you'll get access to more than 900 episodes of CNN Originals On Demand. Uh, so Anthony Bourdain, Parts Unknown, Seasons 1 through 12, Stanley Tucci, Searching for Italy, stuff like that. So uh, it, uh, before I say the following, yes, we are aware that this is uh, not the actual news news, but, but, but as a brand, Tom, uh, I think CNN has fairly well weathered the storm of not, uh, they, they have managed to resist the siren song of going totally tribal, whether it's on one, one team or the other. Um, uh, it's, 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 it's a, a, a pretty good brand. I, I think at this point, CNN is considered to be left leaning. Is it not, not, yeah. not, not as far as MSNBC. It's, it's not as far as MSNBC. Uh, but, but they're both on the on that. Yeah, side. they're both. Is, is there anybody who actually nope. is balanced at this point? <laughs> News Nation, the former WGN, uh, is trying to be, but people don't really think of them very often. So yeah, I, I, and do you want balance or impartiality? I, I, what I want is uh, heterodoxy. Uh, I, I want to just listen to everybody on all sides, right? Uh, and News that sounds Nation like a lot of would be News Nation is the thing that's doing that. Okay. But it hasn't really. Uh, really and taken and off I guess yet. there's also the uh, uh, the ground news app. Uh, do either of you guys use that? Yeah, there's there's lots of different apps that do. Yeah, that's one of them. I I don't use it, but yeah, there's there's a lot of apps trying to do that too. Um, I I, I like yeah. somebody explaining to me the uh, uh, disclosures about where my information is coming from. Yeah, and yeah. No, maybe that's, that's cool. a good. Maybe that's really what I crave. Um, from from a business standpoint, though, this is what I expected them to do. Everybody's talking about them selling CNN and doing all kinds of weird stuff. I'm like, no, they're going to start a news channel that'll be the news section of Max, and that's exactly what they're doing. And I think they're doing it smart. Take some of your premiere stuff so that it's worth watching, but there's still a difference between it and cable. If you're paying for cable, there's some stuff that you're going to watch. But if you have Max, you can now watch the news, uh, at least the news as presented by CNN. Okay. Uh, we haven't learned who the new voice of Rick and Morty will be, but we got a release date, Brian. Seventh season of Rick and Morty premieres October 15th. It uh, is fascinating to watch how they're navigating this. And we'll not go into the whole backstory, but uh, basically, how do you, how do you navigate 
a, a good property that suddenly has a lot of baggage that, that you spent a lot for. They paid retail it for for this property, and now all of a sudden they have baggage. Uh, and so far, here's my prediction, and you could tell me if you think I'm right or wrong, but they've leaned very heavily on the words sound alike. Now, now, meanwhile, other properties have totally flipped. Like we talked about the the solar opposites, just, just you know, somebody gets shot with a voice changing ray or whatever. But uh, in the case of uh, Rick and Morty, they just, the only thing they've said is sound alikes. And I am 100% convinced, lock up my prediction, put it in an envelope. Uh, this is the first major property where uh, where it's just totally normal that everything is 100% AI. Now, there'll be actors uh, uh, giving the beats, there'll be editors uh, you know using the old voice samples that they own the rights to and it's uh, like they will own the they do own everything that came before this. All, every bad take of everything ever and that's a big enough rich enough data set that I don't see any reason if if i was running the show i would absolutely have robots run it from here yeah what about all the uh, bad will you, <laughs> what about i was gonna say like... you'd take you'd take all the heat from everyone who's striking over that very issue you know what uh actually that's a very good point not to mention that assumes that anyone owns justin roiland's voice in that way well they own all of uh every time they can train it just microphone. on rick and own that uh, theoretically, theoretically, I would hire, uh, two, two puppets. I would tell them, I would lie to them and say, you are the new voice of Rick. And I would let them pretend to portray Rick. And I'd tell someone else, you are the new voice of Morty. And I would pretend to let them do it. And then secretly without the actors even knowing it i say well we're just we're just gonna punch up you, you know the voice thing it's complicated and then i would pay somebody else Ooh, a robot I, I can't wait for the vulture expose on that one uh i mean it's just a little <laughs> nipping and when yeah. they do they live events they'll sound a little nipping like and them. tucking yeah they tried to fool us who needs uh, showrunners anyway. anymore oh my god rick and morty october 15th uh, i guess we'll find out boy i'm coming across as incredibly cynical today and i'm very sorry <laughs> Uh, how about this one? At Gamescom, Netflix released a trailer for Zack Snyder's science fiction film Rebel Moon, part one, at Gamescom. Uh, part one is A Child of Fire. That one streams December 22nd. Part two, The Scargiver, uh, Rebel Moon, The Scargiver, releases April 19th. This trailer did look very Star Wars. Everybody thinks, oh, this is Zack Snyder's Star Wars pitch and it got denied, so he's doing it anyway. Uh, but it also had a lot of Dune, a little Lord of the Rings. I even felt like there was a dash of Avatar in there. Uh, how, how much do we know about the story that is behind this? Uh, or I, I'm sorry, I, I did the thing that I try not to do, Tom, which is uh, uh, use you as Google Live in the middle of a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 uh, uh, I don't uh, know. I watched the trailer. I know as much as you do. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. So assuming this is a new, I, I I guess what I wanted to bring up is uh, uh, whether or not this is a new IP or not. But I guess what uh, it is. It is new IP. It is Zack Snyder's IP. A hundred thousand percent new IP. Okay, that's great. Not that's that's the thing I care about. Not from anything else. Because that's one of the trends that we've also seen over the last fifteen years is the descent to please the investors of of gambling, of just investing in an artist and seeing what they have. the The story, if you don't remember, is that Zack Snyder allegedly pitched a Star Wars film, 
They turned him down. So he took it and said, well, fine, I'll just make my own film with this story. I just won't call them stormtroopers or Darth Vader or anything like that. Uh, and that's this film. When I watched the trailer, what I was saying is my reaction was, I don't know, this has a little bit of Star Wars in it, but it sure seems like it's got a lot of other things too. Like it's not, it's not like Zack Snyder made a Star Wars ripoff is at least doesn't look that way from the trailer. Yeah. Agreed. Amazon Prime Video released some info about the upcoming TV series based on the video game Fallout. Uh, if you're a Fallout fan, you're going to get a new vault. The TV series will take place in Vault 33 in Los Angeles. Westworld's Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy are the showrunners. It's going to star Walton Goggins, Kyle MacLachlan, among others. And uh, Amazon says sometime next year. Uh, give us a date, though. Uh, one of my fondest memories, uh, I remember where I was when I played the very first Fallout game. And I remember where I was when I, when I found out that Fallout 3 was, or that Fallout was coming back with Fallout 3. Um, uh, this, and also my third favorite, uh, I remember, I remember the night that Bryce was uh, uh, handling things and uh, uh, when I got to the end of Fallout 3, or my end with Fallout 3, wasn't necessarily the one that was, I was supposed to do, but this is a very precious property to me. And I have complicated feelings, but I'm generally extraordinarily, extraordinarily, extraordinarily optimistic because Kyle McLaughlin is incredible talent. Uh, Walton Goggins is incredible talent. Uh, I know that uh, uh, the Westworld folks can do very attractive looking stuff if they have the right story i am skeptical all right how about this one the revival of fraser will premiere on a paramount plus october 12th in the u.s and canada and october 13th in all other territories first two episodes are going to air on cbs october 17th fraser's back in boston i i'm i'm certain the actors are going to be there. But one thing I remember from Frasier. Well, Kelsey Grammer will. I'm not sure about the rest. Uh, yes, but my, my, my point being, um, the uh, the allure of Frasier for me, and Tom, I'd love to hear your take on this, was always the whip-smart, quick-witted, faster-than-I-can-think dialogue that they did. Do you think that will exist in this? Yes, but maybe I not as fast. <laughs> okay, I think I think I think I got my answer. <laughs> yes. Uh finally, uh not a shocker, HBO canceled the idol. If you thought it was already canceled, well, <laughs> you you were right. <laughs> Just they hadn't officially canceled it yet, but I'm uh that's the one with the weekend and yeah. I I know it was a cultural moment, but I'm I'm kind of like uh, so uh, I, uh, let me ask you this, Tom, uh, if you and I were to watch it or to add it to spoiler in time, no, would we be just terrible, horrible, rubbernecking af, uh, a bad, per we bad people? <laughs> we would be wasting our time is what we would be doing. Yeah. I, I don't feel like it's, it's anything that we needed to see. I watched the final episode of that. Cause I did my yeah. nice thing. And, uh, I don't know what world that show is supposed to take place in. I don't know what their image of Hollywood and the music industry is. Uh, really screwy. Um, 
So that hour was interesting, but I'm not going to watch five more of that. Four <laughs> I more watched all these scenes that Jenny Kim was in, and they were, those were good. So, yeah, yeah I enjoyed it. Uh, let's speaking of Jenny Kim, let's talk about what we had our eyes on this past week. Brian, starting with you. Uh, I'll keep it short. I had a whole rant prepared, but, but I've done a lot of sour talking today and I don't want to chase a rabbit hole, but, um, uh, uh, I wanted to watch one particular episode of Beavis and Butthead do the universe, but I literally from the desktop desktop experience could not find any button to press that would cause all the episodes to appear so I could click on the one that I wanted. And it, I spent, I've, I've never felt so old, Tom. We're decaying. We're you falling to Paramount uh, plus Mr. Stark. I don't Apple feel so TV. good. I was going to, I was going to help you out here. Add Paramount plus as a channel on Apple TV. And then the Apple TV app lets you see all of the episodes of everything that's integrated into the Apple TV. app. I guess. And maybe we'll talk about it in after talk, but I, I really, really noticed that very little attention is pay, paid to uh, the way I experience most of my media, which is via desktop browser. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I'm seeing very that common more complaint. and more and more. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it, yeah. It's getting worse is, is what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also, that was a movie. So maybe you couldn't find any episodes because uh, Do the Universe was a movie. Oh, but, but it should let him go like, hey, there's also the show. Look at the episodes over there. That should have been easy to find. For yeah, me, I, was, I, I would think. Yeah. 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 Uh, what about you, well, I saw Jenny Kim <laughs> on stage at Blackpink at a concert, <laughs> uh, on Saturday in Los Angeles. Uh, it was, uh, fantastic. One of the, one of the best, uh, musical events that I've ever been to. Uh, but TV wise, I watched Ahsoka. The first two episodes came out on Disney plus. Is it so good, if, Tom? Is it, is it, is it good? You will not think so. Ooh. There it is. Uh, 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 oh. I, I, the headlines that I saw were the question is, who's this for? Is it for people who yeah. like the cartoon and want to see so, people doing a play about it? As someone who enjoyed Star Wars Rebels and much of Clone Wars, uh, I found it fantastic because it wasn't just retreading. It wasn't just pointing at things and going, hey, Rebels fan, remember this? It was telling a new story. It was leaving gaps and saying, hey, this character has changed will slowly reveal why they changed from the last time you saw them. Great. As if it was called Star Wars Rebels live action 10, you know, 30 years later or whatever, I would, I would be all in. Uh, my wife, who did not watch Rebels or Clone Wars, also enjoyed it because to her, I believe, I, I don't want to put words in her mouth, but my guess is it looked like Star Wars. This looks like Mandalorian at its best, where you're like, oh, I'm in the lived universe shortly after the Empire fell, things are messy, uh, and these characters are trying to navigate their way and hunt down the remnants of the Empire and running into issues, and she liked it in that respect. Uh, the reason I said, Brian, I don't think you would like it is it's not doing yet any of the things that you loved, say, about Andor, right. where it's like, this story could is just a good story. It could be told by anybody in any setting. I don't know if it might get there. It might get to a point where I'm like, oh, okay, this 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 story is good, and I'll let you know if it does. Uh, but it's not guaranteed based on the first two episodes. Okay, well, uh, uh, let let me know if and when that happens. That said, I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Oh, it looked good. Everything the actors were great. I'm a big fan of the character Sabine from Rebels, and I thought the live-action representation of her was really good and showed growth and everything. So I give it a thumbs up. That's Ahsoka 
on Disney+. Plus. Uh, Bryce, what should we be on the lookout for? Hey, we got an email from Sean. Sean writes, hey, my dad just discovered the show, and it's a great show, but the way my dad told me about it was entertaining. It's called Outlaws. This is the prime video version, not the recently released Netflix series. Uh, it is about a bunch of people who are doing community service for misdemeanors, and then they fall into the criminal underworld uh, when they find a big suitcase of cash at one of their cleanup sites. Uh, uh uh, Sean's dad said, uh, uh, told Sean, uh, it has that tall guy from Modern Family. And Sean asked, what, the boyfriend Dylan? Uh, and then uh, the dad says, no, he's only on a few times, uh, and he's British. Uh, he was talking about Stephen Merchant. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> who was on this show. Uh, so that's Stephen Merchant as uh, the showrunner and is kind of the goofball in this ensemble of a comedy and crime drama. Uh, Sean continues, the first season is far superior than the second season. There's great character development and the coincidences necessary for the primary conflict make sense. Put that in the box. I, I know for the three of us, we all very much know and appreciate Stephen Merchant, but I, I don't like it, it, I think he is kind of a, that guy to most people, right? Yeah. He's, he's very funny behind some of very, very funny stuff, but not always in front of the camera as much as, as other stuff. Uh, w uh, another shocking detail, uh, Christopher Walken's in it, and he's amazing. So <laughs> check it out. It's called The Outlaws. It is streaming on Amazon Prime Video. There are two seasons of it. Thank you, Sean, for this. If you've got something we should be on the lookout for, please email it to us, cordkillers at gmail.com. Is that email address? Thank you. Uh, folks, I taught a seminar. I taught a class uh, on how to podcast. What? Yep. Uh, finally, Brian, you could learn how to podcast from me, your friend, Tom. I, 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 I know I, you I, don't I, know how. I, I think you mentioned this in passing and, but yeah, you did a podcasting did. class. Yeah. How, this is amazing. Uh, how, how do I see it? Well, uh, if you would like to get the on-demand version, you can either stream it if that's your preference, or you can get a downloadable version. You just go to patreon.com slash DTNS slash store. Uh, and you can, you can buy either version of it. Uh, it's just under an hour, like 56 minutes. Uh, it does not have the Q and a part of the live class. Cause people were asking some specific questions about their own stuff. And I was like, well, that doesn't necessarily belong out, uh, in the public, but, uh, everything else is in there. So you can go check it out at, uh, once again, patreon.com slash DTNS slash store. Uh, big thanks to W Scott is one Willie Scott. Uh, who helped me produce it. You'll you'll see him in the thumbnail uh, right there as well. Uh, so go check that out on your new Doghouse system. Yeah, uh, doghousesystems.com slash rogue. I'm going to spend uh, my coupon for 20 seconds by asking Tom. Uh, how was it? Was it fun? Did you enjoy it? Was, was it electric? Was it great? Was it scary? It was scary. And yes, I hope people <laughs> liked it. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Doghouse Systems, we love you. All right. <laughs> Let's move on to the front lines. Front lines. Front lines. Lots of reports that Amazon is in talks with Disney to team up on the ESPN streaming service, right? So at the very least, AWS could stream it, right? Who knows what they're talking about? But uh, some reports say Amazon might want to take a 30% minority stake in ESPN. A lot of people don't realize that Hearst actually owns like 20% of ESPN. Disney only owns 80% of it. Uh, so Amazon might get a stake. Uh, they, of course, could offer ESPN's streaming service through Prime Video. Sources say the price for ESPN on its own would be somewhere between $20 and $35 a month. 
most of this not surprising. Uh, and and because you're a Cord Killers listener, you you know that ESPN Plus is just the stuff that isn't on cable. We're talking about an ESPN streaming service that would have everything from ESPN. Uh, apparently, Apple, Google, Microsoft, Verizon, and T-Mobile are also rumored to be at talks uh, with ESPN about some kind of partnership. Uh, and as we mentioned previously, Wedbush Securities Analyst Dan Ives is convinced that Disney's going to sell ESPN to Apple. Uh, but but yeah, definitely stuff going on with ESPN. The buzz is around it. I, a, a quick question. Do you think uh, I personally perceive as uh, I, I don't know where to place ESPN with their uh, very heavy relationship with Disney. This seems like one of many avenues to uncomplicate things like, like let ESPN be its own thing. It's, it's, uh, 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 do you even perceive there to be a problem there from, from a branding positioning? I think what, what Iger is probably trying to do is say, look, uh, we have one of the most valuable things on the internet, live sports. Uh, we need to, uh, we are past the point where the cable companies are going to get too upset with us. If we do something, let's figure out how to do it right. Uh, let's own it and let's partner with people who know how to do the other parts that we don't know how to do well. Right. Don't forget, uh, Disney, they know streaming the, the technical part of it. Fine. So they could use Amazon for some backend stuff, but they don't need their technical help with the streaming. It would probably be with distribution, uh, and things like that, which is which is why they're talking to everybody. Uh, the fact of the matter is, yeah, Amazon might buy a stake in it. Who knows? But I'm guessing they're going to want to put ESPN streaming everywhere on Apple, on Amazon, a- a- anywhere that will take an add on uh, streaming service that's 20 to 35 dollars a month. Uh, they will put it there. Right. And I guess that speaks to the uh, uncomplicating aspect I was thinking about. Uh, Google's added NFL Sunday ticket to the Google TV home screen. Google also announced it's adding 25 more channels to its free ad supported channels lineup, including channels delivered or, or devoted to Baywatch and Top Gear. It now has more than 100 fast channels and is on its way to its promised 800. Tom, how often do you bump into someone? And they're like, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I was rude. I, I, I'm just so angry that we haven't gotten to 800 fast channels from Google just yet. <laughs> All the time, yeah, every day. Someone's like, you know, where can I watch just Baywatch back-to-back? I can, I can watch Gunsmoke back-to-back. <laughs> oh my God. I can oh my- watch Walking Dead back-to-back. Why can't I watch Baywatch? Well, here you go, finally. Now you've, uh, finally, shut up, you rude people who are obsessed with more channels that only deliver one thing. Uh, the labor disagreement is claiming another movie date. Dune part two has been pushed out of the holiday season. No longer coming out in November. It's now coming out March 15th, 2024. Uh, that used to be the date that Godzilla versus Kong, the new empire was supposed to come out. So that gets moved to April 12th. And then the animated Lord of the Wings, Lord of, Lord of the Rings, War of the Rohirrim goes from April 12th to December 13th. Uh, so far, Warner Brothers, other big three have not moved. We still got Wonka coming December 15th, uh, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom December 20th, and The Color Purple December 25th. Side note, too, since we're talking about Dune, uh, Denis Villeneuve told Empire Magazine uh, he hopes to make a third part of Dune, which would be based on the book uh, Dune Messiah, which is the second book, uh, saying there's words on paper. Uh the, that would be extraordinary. I would love for that. Um, the The story has been told very well so far. Uh, uh, in regards to the to the WGA strike, it's been a minute since I've checked in, but but now I feel personally affronted because now they're messing with the possibility. Just when we were about to get the movie draft yep. back, and, yep. and now they're messing with me. <laughs> 
Yeah, they need to. They, we have to wait to do a movie draft until they've resolved the strike so that we know dates aren't just going to move willy nilly or Wonka nilly or Dune. <laughs> According to new research from Antenna, Netflix was assigned up approximately one, uh, 2.6 million new users last month, more than any other paid streaming service. However, it was a dip of almost 26% from June numbers. Also, 23% of new signups went to Netflix's ad-supported plan. All of this seems to confirm where I'm positioning Netflix right now as they're picking up cake crumbs and... Uh, they're the biggest guy in the room. So of course they're going to be the biggest grower. They're big crumbs. It was yeah. a big cake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. exactly. Uh, Amazon will add loads of machine learning features to its Thursday night football broadcast this year. Uh, things like whether a team should go for it on fourth down or how likely the kicker would be to get a field goal. Uh, one called Defensive Alerts was trained on 35,000 plays to determine things like whether a player is likely to blitz or not. So this is not just stats. This is live analysis, looking at things like body language and where people are lining up and doing like instant machine learning analysis. Like, oh, usually when we see that, this happens. Uh, you will not have to see that if that sounds like a nightmare to you. This will be available on the Prime Vision version of the Thursday Night Football broadcast, which uh, is not the only version. And in fact, isn't even the main version. Tom? Would, do you mm -hmm. think I would be buying or selling the stock of this idea? Buying. Very, very hard buying. Like, uh, Texas Hold'em Poker was nothing until it became easy for you to look up, you know, at whatever bar and then have a computer do the math of what statistically is the best decision to make or whatever. Uh, the idea of making football more approachable and in, and seduce people into asking the question, but why is the number that way? And only just learn a lot more about football is chef's kiss. Brilliant. This may be one of the smartest things I've seen. All right, let's get to the dispatches from the front. As we have been alluding, uh, in a couple of weeks, we're, we're going to adjust uh, the show uh, to the new realities of the fact that the chords are kind of dead. <laughs> we uh, murdered them. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Uh, we're, we're, so, we're now on the hunt for the real killer. <laughs> if we, exactly. We're all trying to figure out who did this. We're all dressed in hot dog outfits. Um, so we, we, uh, we, in our Patreon after talk, we've been talking a lot about new segment names and things like that. Uh, and Mike, one of our loyal patrons wrote in and said sorry for the late response to your request for new segment titles but this idea just popped into my head perhaps you should look into the names of different units and bureaus within the military or police i work at a police department and for instance we don't go on supply runs we visit our quartermaster we also have investigative services administrative services special services etc these titles might imply more of the stability of the post cord cutting apocalypse that you're looking to embrace uh i rather like this and I didn't think I would until I thought about like okay where can I picture all of these offices and roles uh and maybe it's because I just watched Silo but uh like I loved the fact that one of the highest offices in the entire world was a sheriff it felt small towny you know what I mean and uh, uh yeah. it, it it reeked of an emerging new civilization or whatever what, what about you Tom what do you think 
Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. The, the, that's a cool direction to go. Uh, I think we have decided, though, uh, as Brian's making me play bad cop to this idea, uh, I think we have decided to go with a more like, we're all out on our own in this wilderness uh, all these streaming services everywhere. Uh, there is no organization. Uh, there, there is no stability anymore. Uh, so it, it feels like we are we are a little more like round the campfire kind of vibe. Do, do I have that right, Brian? Uh, yes. Uh, well, or at least that has been most of our discussions. But I don't know. The idea of an emerging civil. We'll talk about it in after talk. Patreon.com slash cord killers. Don't forget, folks, our website is cordkillers.com. That's not going to change. Our email address isn't changing either, cordkillers at gmail.com. We're live on twitch.tv slash nightattack Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. We'll talk to you next time. Hey, Tom Merritt, what's going yes. on? Uh, I'm just hanging out here watching this scroll go by. Uh, what are you doing? Trying to set up a bit where we thank our beautiful, beautiful patrons, all these wonderful names. I'm sorry, names. I'm too distracted looking at these beautiful, beautiful patron names going by. Look at that one. I mean, if you wanted to be one of these people, patreon.com slash cordkillers would be the place to go. I mean, they're, yeah. scra they're, they're scratching our itch, like, because we're addicted. I think addicted. as long as it's consensual, like, we're fine. We're addicted to their money. And love. Might as well face it. Well, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>